guys, my name is Vanessa and I want to welcome you back to the Beauty Unfiltered podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things beauty related. I want to apologize for not having a podcast up last week. I was actually traveling a lot and in fact the last four podcasts were actually all pre-recorded during the first week of July because I was pretty much gone after that. And I got back last week, but I was way too tired and, you know, busy to put things up. Because you know how it is when you get back after being gone for a long time? Like, I get tired after vacations. And, you know, you always have so much to do because it's like all the stuff you didn't do while you were away, now you have to do. So things just got a little bit too busy and a little bit too crazy. And I was a little bit too tired. So nothing went up last week. And I apologize, but we're back on the regular schedule. So hopefully things will keep going smoothly. And for today, I want to review for you one of the products that I brought traveling with me, and that is the Charlotte Tilbury Glowgasm Palette. So there's actually two shades of this palette. One is called Lightgasm, which is the lighter version, and the other one is called Lovegasm, which is the deeper version. And I have Lovegasm, and it's the only thing I brought with me for blush, bronzer, highlighter, and eyeshadow. So I was using it for all of those different things the entire time that I was gone. So I feel like I can give a fairly robust review on this and its performance. So let me tell you first some of the information just from Sephora's website describing the product and how you're supposed to use it. So it says that this is a palette featuring four light diffusing shades including a bronzer, blush, and highlighter to give you a glowy look. Lustrous pearl pigments give your skin a lit from within glow and a dreamy rainbow effect finish. Brightening Glow Gel provides a glowing translucency that stretches over the skin and plays with the light. Smoothing polymers give a gorgeous soft focus finish. So like they said, there's four different shades in the palette. There's a blush, a blush topper, a bronzer, and a highlighter. Though the thing I'm calling a blush topper, they're calling a brightening glow gel, which I think is a little bit confusing because it's definitely a powder product. I do think that the products in here are what are considered like big gelée products. So they're not actually gels, but it's like, I believe like the product is initially a gel, but then it gets baked down and gets turned into a powder, which gives the product a different kind of effect and that sort of thing. So when they call it a brightening glow gel, you might be expecting something that's like a cream or a gel product, but it's not. It's definitely a powder. And in my opinion, it's a blush topper, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So for each of these four products, you're going to get three gram or 3.8 grams of product. So that means that this entire palette has 15.2 grams of product total or 0.52 ounces. And this product, um, this entire palette retails for 75 US dollars. So it is not, it is not super cheap. We're talking about luxury products here. I was curious about this palette for a long time, but I saw mixed reviews. It came out in the springtime of this year and I wanted to buy it, but $75 is a big investment for me in terms of buying makeup products. And so I hesitated because I kept seeing really mixed reviews. And the two things that I heard criticized the most were the name of the palette and the pigmentation. In terms of the names of the palette, yes, this is a little bit of a, PG-13, I guess, sort of a name for a palette, and a lot of people compared it to NARS Orgasm, and I don't necessarily think that's a fair comparison. NARS Orgasm did come out a much longer time ago, like years and years ago, and this is definitely like a very recent kind of a thing, but Charlotte Tilbury definitely has these kinds of names for her products, and I saw a lot of comments where people were saying things like, I thought Charlotte Tilbury was a classy lady, and now she's coming out with this glowgasm collection, and I can't, I can't support that. This isn't classy. 
And it's like, okay, classy is in the eye of the beholder. And Charlotte Tilbury does not shy away from very sexual kinds of names for her products. She has a blush that's called the Climax. And in fact, all of her blushes, if you look at her single blushes, the Swish and Pop blushes have very sexual kinds of names to them. And that's just who Charlotte is. If you see her in her interviews and when she talks about different things, she's, you know, a sexual woman and she's okay with it and she embraces it. And that's just part of her personality. And I understand, like, I guess it's complicated and we all have different feelings about this. I find it frustrating when there are sexual names for makeup products and in general, I don't like that. But I think that there are different ways that brands do it that make me more okay with it or less okay with it. Sometimes to me it feels very gimmicky. So for example, I feel like Too Faced, sometimes they come out with things with very sexual names to them and they also sound very cheap and very just like, I don't know how to quite describe it, just very, very cheap and very kind of crass and for like the sake of being crass. And I also find it complicated with Too Faced because they'll come out with things like their glow job face mask, which I thought was really, I took issue with that. And it's frustrating because they'll come out with that and then they'll come out with like their clover palette, which is like a palette covered in like cartoon animals and like very much geared towards like elementary students. And so it's like a very inconsistent kind of marketing. Whereas Charlotte Tilbury, she consistently like again, I I feel kind of weird saying this because I feel like there was such a strong pushback against this collection. But I'm just like, guys, like she has been doing this for a long time. A lot of the things in her collections are very are named these kinds of things. And again, I feel like it very much fits her personality. And she's very into sultry, sexy kind of makeup and sultry, sexy kinds of clothes. And she doesn't shy away from these things at all. And again, if you ever hear her interviewed, this is just like who she is, which is why I feel like I have less of an issue with it because to me, it doesn't seem so much like a gimmick with her. It seems much more like this, she's a sensual kind of woman and she's okay with it and she's free in her own self and with her own personality and very comfortable with herself, which I think is a great thing. And also she doesn't market to children, whereas I feel like Too Faced has very mixed marketing. One, you know, like I said, at one point they'll have something that's like very cartoony and the next minute they have something called Glow Job, which I also just think is pretty disrespectful actually. Uh, that whole thing was, if you consider like the product, the name of the product and kind of what that's expressing, I found that to actually be a very disrespectful kind of a product, whereas I don't find Charlotte Tilbury's names of her products to be disrespectful, even though, again, they're sexual. Like I said, if you look at the names of her blushes, they're not, they're not, you know, rated G. They're definitely intentionally um, sexual kinds of names and also other products that she has as well. She doesn't shy away from those things, but that's why I feel less, less upset, I guess, or less, I don't know, less resistance to this because I just think this is just kind of, this is kind of just who she is. So, but you have to make a decision for yourself, right? You have to decide for yourself if you think that, you know, that's something that you want to purchase or if you don't like it. And I mean, like, for example, she has a blush that's called Sex on Fire, which I was like, hmm, that's kind of, that's a lot. Um, and you just have to decide for yourself if you want things that are, are named things like that or if you don't. So it is what it is. It's the Glowgasm collection and everything is called Something Gasm, which is obviously a reference 
to orgasms and so again like it just it is what it is um so that was one of the critiques that I saw a lot and again I felt like some people said some things that were unfair some people made fair criticism but to me that was that's not really indicative of the quality of the products at all and so in terms of me being willing to purchase something from this particular line was less about the names of the products and more about this issue with pigmentation. A lot of people said that they found these palettes difficult to work with. They thought that the the different powders were very stiff, that they wouldn't pick up on a brush, that it was difficult to build up pigmentation, and that really concerned me, especially because many of the people who were raising these concerns were people of light and fair skin tones. It wasn't just deeper skin tone people. And as I've said before, I have a medium to medium tan skin tone and so I thought you know if this isn't working for people with fair skin if they're having a pigmentation issue then I'm going to also so that was a concern but then I saw other people who were giving really good reviews and saying the pigmentation was great so like um, Charlotte Holdcroft I think that's how you say her name on YouTube she gave it a great review of it Tantalia gave a really good review of the Lovegasm palette not so much the Lightgasm palette and I saw other people both YouTube Instagram bloggers some people were saying it's really great and some people were saying it wasn't and eventually I just broke down and bought it and so that's kind of the story behind that and I wanted to see for myself you know is this product going to work for me or is it not going to so I purchased it for full price off of the Sephora website I wish I had bought it during the 20% off sale because I could have but I didn't do it because I, I held out and I was waiting and I wasn't sure so I just ended up paying full price and I've been using it for about a month and so I'll tell you about each of the four colors and my opinion on how each performs, how do I use it, and do I think it's worth it. So the highlighter I think is super pigmented and very glowy, but I don't think it's super long wearing. So we're talking about the top left quadrant, that gold color. It seems to last for a few hours and especially when I first apply it, it's very brilliant, but I think it fades throughout the day. And even though it fades, I still notice that at the end of the day it's still there, but it's definitely not nearly as pigmented as it was in the beginning and so I think it's really pretty and I like the effect it gives but that brilliance is going to die down and so what I would say is if you want to use this for like a really full day like say you're going out after work and so you want it all day for work you want it for after work you want it to last into the night I think you're going to have to reapply it at least if you want that super brilliant look otherwise it's going to be very faded on you so that's kind of my opinion on that so it's sort of a mixed bag but I feel like that's true of a lot of highlighters I don't feel like I have a lot of highlighters that have that same level of pigmentation from the time that I apply it until the end of the day or even close so while that's not a great thing it's not totally inconsistent with this kind of product at least in my experience in terms of application I think it's really easy to apply it's very smooth I didn't have any problems with pigmentation or picking up the product on a brush I saw some people who said, oh, this won't pick up on a brush unless you use a natural hair brush. So that's a brush that's made with like animal hairs. I don't have any brushes like that. I feel a little uncomfortable with purchasing brushes like that. I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. So I just don't have them. I only have synthetic brushes, which are not as stiff and it's harder to pick up um, products with synthetic brushes if they're not really soft. But I had no problems picking up product with very soft synthetic even like very cheap brushes like I thought it picked up fine it applied really easily and I use this on my cheekbones but I also applied it to my inner corners on my eyes and as a brow bone highlight I thought it was really beautiful for all of those different things right so my main complaint is just it doesn't last super super long but I think it's really beautiful
In terms of the blush, which is the top right quadrant, it's not a color I would normally choose because it's again that like reddish copper color and if you guys have listened for a while, you know that I like peach and orange colors, so I would never actually go out of my way to choose a color like this, but I actually think it looks really good on me and it applies very easily. I again use a synthetic brush. I used my Eco Tools brush, blush brush, <laughs> and I had no problem with pigmentation I like at all. Uh, it picked up really easily with one swipe, and I felt like when I applied it on my cheeks, I felt like it was fully pigmented, but if I wanted to build it up for an even more like bold effect, I could do that. The blush is very shimmery, so if you don't like shimmery blushes, you're not going to like this at all. But I thought it looked really nice, even though I'm partial to matte blushes. I thought the shimmer was really beautiful, and it wasn't like glitter, glittery or sparkly. It was just very, like a beautiful, shiny sheen, and pretty intense sheen, but it wasn't like, it didn't look gimmicky. So this one worked for me, and it's not as extreme as like the Natasha Denona, Natasha Denona Bloom blush. That one's like really intense. Um, this is not that level of intensity, which I actually appreciate because I think it's nicer for everyday kinds of looks. This blush you can also use as an eyeshadow, and I think it works especially well if you use your fingers. You get maximum sort of pigmentation. And it looks really beautiful on the eyes. Since I don't really like pinks and reds on my eyes, I only did this once to test out the idea, and I thought it worked really well. I probably wouldn't do it again just because, again, it's a preference in terms of color, not in terms of like the quality of the product, but I think it works well. And I think it had good longevity, better longevity than the highlighter. I felt like it lasted on my eyes all day and it didn't have any sort of like a fading. So I think the blush was really good. The bronzer might be my favorite product in this palette, even though it seems to be the product that the most people who had a problem with the palette, it was with this bronzer. So I don't know what that says about me, but it's the only matte product in the entire palette and it's a very warm toned, almost reddish sort of an undertone. And some days I could wear this as a bronzer, and some days I actually just wore it as a natural blush, and I felt like both worked really well. And I think that has to do with the tone of the bronzer, which again, I wouldn't normally choose a bronzer that had these tones, but for some reason, this one really worked for me. And I was surprised because this, anything with like reddishness to it usually doesn't work, but I thought this looked really, really nice. And so I could use it for either. And so, like I said, really natural kinds of days. I thought this was a super pretty natural blush, but I could also, if I wanted to use the full palette, I could use it as a bronzer on, you know, my forehead and everywhere else I would normally put bronzer, and I thought it looked really great. For this one, I could use my normal my normal bronzer brush, but to pick up a lot of product and to pick it up easily, I needed a denser brush. My bronzer brush is fairly uh, fluffy, and it's again those synthetic fibers, and so it doesn't pick up tons of product, and so I used instead a different brush that was still synthetic but just very densely packed to pick up the bronzer product and then I would kind of pack it onto like my face wherever I wanted it and then blend it out with my bronzer brush and I did it this way because the really really dense brush I don't like spreading product out on my face with it because I feel like it's kind of tugging on my face and I don't like that feeling but if I picked it up with that brush and then spread it out with my normal brush I thought it worked fine and I didn't really have a problem with it I think the process sounds annoying, but it was actually very simple and fast and I I really didn't have any sort of problems. So I thought it was great. I think it was a great natural eyeshadow. And for eyeshadow, I would just use my normal EcoTool synthetic eyeshadow brush and it picked up and it applied great and it lasted all day. So I thought this was really good. Definitely a favorite product within this particular palette. The last product in this palette is also the most superfluous product in my opinion. And this is the one that could be considered maybe a blush, but maybe a highlighter, 
and that Charlotte Tilbury calls glow it and you're supposed to layer it over to amp up your glow and to me it's basically a blush topper so the color is very light but there's tons and tons of shimmer so I think it's best to think of as a blush topper and I don't feel like it's super necessary even though it can be fun to add to your look and depending on your skin tone you really could use it as like a super shimmery blush but I think for most people it's probably just going to be a blush topper it's going to give you that extra glow that extra sparkle that you might like for every day or a special occasion it just depends upon who you are as a person I thought this was again very easy to pick up on my brush and then apply it I didn't use any like special kind of a brush I didn't use something that was more dense I didn't use you know something more expensive I just used my normal sort of drugstore brushes it picks up super easily and it's easy to apply I don't feel like this particular quadrant is super necessary in this palette even though it's pretty to look at and relatively fun to use I think realistically it doesn't add a ton to the palette and it probably would have been better if she just added another blush to this palette or some other sort of product because this is just really just something fun to go on top but I don't feel like it's an everyday necessity at all and so that's why of all like the products in this palette this one's my least favorite just because it's it's again it's superfluous it's just kind of not necessary it's a little bit fun but I don't think it adds that much to your look especially since everything else except for the bronzer is already so sparkly it's not like you're adding sparkle to like an overall matte look it's like you're adding shimmer on top of shimmer which is not totally necessary but that's just that's just my personal opinion and I don't hate it I'm just saying it's probably like the least necessary part of this palette Overall, I really love this palette and I'm sad that it's limited edition. Even though it's not the most perfect palette ever, I think I might bring this traveling again because it's very versatile and easy to use and fairly compact as compared to bringing each of these kinds of products separately. And in a couple months, I'll actually be traveling to Eastern Europe, so I have to decide what to bring with me and this might be part of that. And if this ever goes on sale, I would actually consider buying a backup or purchasing the other shade just because I really do like this face palette so much. In fact, I like it better than any of my other face palettes, and that includes three different Smashbox face palettes, the Natasha Denona Bloom palette, and the Cover FX Perfector face palette. So those are the other face palettes that I have, and I definitely like this one by far the best. So I do really think it's good, and I do recommend it, even though it is very pricey, so you have to consider, you know, is this something you think you would use a lot based on like the description, the colors, how it performs, the amount of shimmer that's in it, and if the price range is a price range that you're comfortable with, those are all the things that you have to balance. But in terms of the actual performance of the products, I think they do work really well. I really enjoy it. I would definitely, like I said, buy a backup if it goes on sale because I really like it. So I do recommend it. All right, guys, that's all from me for today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye.